Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029. We're recapping, discussing, dissecting about some of the big entertainment stories in the week of January 23rd, 2023. So uh, a few things happened this past week that uh, we need to actually at least mention. One of which is Paris Hilton's now a mom. I saw that. Yeah, her and her husband. Welcome to baby boy. Now, somehow I missed this, but they had it via surrogate. Now, I know she's been kind of talking about going through some treat, you know, through some kind of like the the IVF treatments, I believe she was doing. And um, yeah, so she uh, announced it to People Magazine. She had a photo on Instagram uh, that uh, she and her husband, Carter, welcomed a baby boy. So it's funny because she had just talked about this about one of the goals of 2023 was to be a mom, you know, just right before New Year's. And literally like three weeks, four weeks later, boom, we got we got ourselves a baby boy. I know it was it, it kind of came out of left field. But at the same time, I mean, I guess we knew like that she like her life was progressing in that direction. I just mm-hmm. I yeah, I wasn't I guess I wasn't as much in the know as I as I like to be because that kind of caught me off guard. I was like, oh, well, dang. It happened. Cool. I know, like, well, yeah, I know. You're like, wait a minute. There's no way she was pregnant because we saw her interviews and yeah. she definitely looked like she was pregnant. So unless that was like the the most well-hidden pregnancy in the history of the world, then okay, yeah, it makes sense. She had she she and her husband had it via surrogate. So yeah, it's like she was really trying to one up Kylie Jenner with a secretive pregnancy. <laughs> She's like, Oh, you think that was good? Just watch this. Exactly. <laughs> um, she just also, had to come back in. Yes. Also, we learned about Jeremy Renner and actually what all transpired. So the uh, the Washington County Sheriff's Office in Nevada released the actual report on what all transpired during Jeremy Renner's snowplow uh, accident. So what actually happened was he was actually trying to pull his nephew's truck out of the snow. Uh, he had to get out and all of a sudden they noticed that the plow was shifting sideways while trying to pull his nephew's truck out. So the snowplow was kind of coming toward his nephew. So he jumped back in, at least try to get back in the cab of the snowplow, but he never engaged the brake. And so the track on the snowplow was moving still. And he tried to go up, but when the track was moving, he stepped up and he slipped, it seems. And that's how he got pulled under and the snowplow ran over him. And so now we understand how it all happened and what he was doing. Um, and actually, it was his nephew who stayed with him while the uh, authorities got there to help him out. So he was just wow. helping a family member. Yeah, I know. Scary stuff. And and so the the report says that, you know, the 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 break didn't seem to be engaged. Um, they said that based on their mechanical inspection that, you know, the parking brake would have helped, obviously. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, I get it. You're you're kind of in the moment, and sometimes just the simplest thing you forget about. So anyway, but they they said that technical issues may have been a factor in the accident. Um, they also noted that the brake indicator light was not functioning. So maybe he thought he had engaged the brake when he didn't. Who knows? But that's according to the uh, official report obtained by CNN. And wow, uh, that's so scary. I know, yeah, but I mean, he he he's been posting photos. I mean, there's one photo where I think we talked about this the last in the last episode where he's in like a hospital bed and he's doing some some leg exercises with a physical therapist. So I mean, he's on the mend. 
thankfully he's going to be okay, but it's going to be some time before I think we see Jeremy Renner actually out and about for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that is fair to say it's, it's, it's going to be a long road to recovery for him before yeah. things start to get back to normal every day. But I mean, as, as opposed to the alternative, we'll take it. Yeah, for sure. Yikes. And, and finally, we learned out about the fate or the fate of uh, Good Morning America three hosts Amy Robach and T.J. Holmes. The uh, affair around the world, apparently. Yeah, I, I, look, no kidding. I, know, I mean, we have seen and heard of affairs before, but nothing where it is between two co-hosts on a show. Yeah, I know. It was just the, the, like this one kind of came out of left field too when this one broke from the Daily Mail, you know, late last year. But anyway, um. Finally, Daily Mail obtained a copy of an email that ABC had sent to staff uh, on Friday, January 27th, that Amy Robach, TJ Holmes are done at ABC. And the email reads, quote, after several productive conversations with Amy Robach and TJ Holmes about different opinions, we all agreed it's best for everyone that they move on from ABC News. So were you expecting this? I, you know what? Honestly, because... For whatever reason, look, there has been stories that T.J. Holmes had some other relationships, quote unquote, with other members at ABC and Good Morning America, it seems. Amy Robach was not the first. Mm. And, you know, the both two of them were married. The Daily yeah. Mail broke the story and it became a big media circus. And I, you know what? I think it became more of a distraction. And to kind of eliminate the distraction so ABC can focus more on their show than just the two. I, I think it, from a business standpoint, it probably makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and so, I chatted, Dale, sorry, uh, I, I chatted with my mom about this over the weekend because, yeah, well, I mean, when the news broke, I was like, um, hang on, we got to talk about this. <laughs> like, what is going on? Mom said that her theory is, the ratings stayed the same with their replacements when they were on like leave. Yeah. If she, she, that, that was her guess is that the ratings probably stay the same indicating that it doesn't really matter as long as the content is good. And that is the truth. I mean, as long as the content is there and it's being delivered in a, you know, no nonsense, healthy way. I mean, yeah, you can kind of trim the fat a little bit. And these guys, they did create a really, sketchy situation for themselves but particularly for their employers and their team it's like they put a really bad spotlight on on their whole workplace and it's yeah. just you I it's mean, yeah it's just so much better to just be rid of the drama or at least like the source of the drama and move forward than try to hang on and make it work right i mean look if, if the two were single and obviously they exactly. had they had good chemistry on air. The two were single and they come out, hey, you know, we're we're together. Cool. You know what? Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, then it would have been a much easier transition. But, right. but with all of the drama and yes. negativity, it, I don't think it was ever really gonna work unless unless the viewers really missed them. And they didn't, <laughs> according to the ratings. No, I mean yeah, look, I, I don't watch Good Morning America 3. I had never really heard of these two until it came out. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, and I think 
several unless you don't i mean unless you watch gma3 then you probably know who they are but if you don't you're probably just like oh maybe you've heard of them or you're just like yeah, who, you, who? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? Through this. Exactly. Now, now you're following along because now you know who they are and what they you know what they were doing um but the uh, daily mail actually had some photos after i guess the announcement was made they seemed happy and honestly to their credit yeah they probably are it's like look we're 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 free and clear. We can do what we want now. I'm sure some other network's gonna go pick them up. They'll, they'll, we'll probably see them somewhere else doing something else, or who knows? Maybe they're gonna launch their own thing. I don't think this oh, will be. Oh, they could. I mean, I don't think this will be the end of Amy and TJ at least doing something, whether it's on TV or a podcast or something. But as far as them being free and clear of ABC, I could see. You know, yeah, we're happy. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be too long before we see TJ have another affair. <laughs> this is he's like three for three. I mean, it's like, yeah, he's yeah. he's probably yeah, he's probably going to get caught with his pants down again. And we'll no probably pun intended. hear about that one too. <laughs> oh, we'll hear about it, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll hear about that one. All right. So this one we're going to spend a little bit more time talking about. And this is something that we've talked about on previous episodes of, a, of the podcast. And it has to do with fans and respecting the celebrities. Because, you know, what, what celebrities put out on social media, what we see on TV as far as interviews, is not the entire picture at all. We, yeah. don't, we don't see 24-7 what is going on in their lives. And so Britney Spears went on Twitter on Thursday, the 26th of January, and basically asked all of her fans to look, respect my privacy. The reason being is because she deleted her Instagram again, which, you know what, it has happened multiple times. She has left Instagram, and she's not the first celebrity to do this. They delete their their social media account, and they come back. Okay. (laughs) But once she deleted it, fans then decided to call the police and check on her like a well-being because she deleted her Instagram like there was something wrong. And so police, you know, okay, yeah, I got to take this seriously. Go to Britney's house to find that everything is 100% fine with Britney. And of course, Britney's like, why are the police here? Yeah. What is going on? So, you know, Britney going on to Twitter and, you know, writing, quote, this felt like I was being gaslit and bullied once the incident made it to the news and being portrayed once again in a poor unfair light by the media talking about police being called to her home quote during this time in my life i truly hope the public and my fans who i care so much about can respect my privacy moving forward all the love be i get it i mean look yeah it's like i want at what point at what point i mean we've been we've been screaming hashtag free britney for years at this point We've been able to see that she's been treated unfairly, she's been targeted, and she's been taken advantage of and and manipulated by her own family. And yet us, the fans, who are supposed to have had her back all of these years, we're the ones with the knife stabbing her this time. What is wrong with us? I know. I mean, look, we, we have seen Britney on Instagram, okay? Yeah, some of the stuff might be a little out there. I mean, most of the stuff she does is she'll just dance on a video. Now, some of the nude stuff is like, eh. but as we've talked about before with Britney, she's been under this conservatorship, meaning she's been told what to say, what to do from basically the beginning of her career to just a couple years yeah. ago. 
and she this is her way of i guess expressing herself or being free to express herself in probably the only way she knows how i, I yeah you know, i mean i don't, i mean look sam asgari her her husband has defended her and mm-hmm. you know even even the the incident with her allegedly having a a breakdown in a restaurant when Sam came to her defense is like, look, that's not what happened. She was annoyed because people are there, you know, filming in her face and she doesn't want to be filmed. Mm -hmm. He left the table because he went to go get the card to get her out of that situation. Dude, like I just, we want there to be something wrong with Brittany so badly that we are, we are creating situations that are unhealthy for her. Like we are, we're hurting her. Like the, the fans are hurting her at this point. I understand you want more Britney. She is one of the most easily accessible, at least like via social media. It's like she has been an open book since she was able to. Mm-hmm. So what could we possibly have to ask for more for? Like right. what, what is, what is the purpose? And let's, let's, I, I really do. I, I see a lot of similarities between another individual, another celebrity who was kind of under management and unhealthy management from a young age, Michael Jackson. And everybody loved to point fingers at him and say, oh man, he's such a weirdo. Like, look, oh my God, he's done this and he's done that. And he acts so weird. We're doing the same thing to Britney. Like yeah. we're, we're doing the same thing. We are projecting what we think she should be onto her. And that's not her. I think that she is like, we've discussed before. She is insanely like stunted. I think, I think she still, and, and just like Michael Jackson, I have always maintained that about him is that he, he was stunted. So he was this grown man with a child's mentality because he never really got to be a kid. And like with her, she's had to grow up in the spotlight and she's always had things demanded of her. So she doesn't really know like how to, how to just be, how to just be a normal girl. And now she's 40 years old and she's just trying. She's just trying to do what everybody else is doing. You know, she's doing dances on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. She's just trying to do what she thinks is the right thing to do. And it's never good enough. Right. Yeah. And, and look, you know, Brittany deleting her Instagram, it's not the first time it's happened. And it's not going to be the last. No, it's not. And honestly, look, if I were Brittany at this point, I would just honestly go on social, just say, look, taking some time off, I'm fine, just need some me time, and just, you know what, do what Selena Gomez did and just leave for a while. Just be done with it. Focus on you, focus on your family, and just, you know what, and just let everyone just kind of almost not really forget you, but just kind of be like, just in a way, leave you alone for a little bit. But but at the same time, I mean, I do agree. I I think that's I think that's what is would be best for her mental health is that she just needs a complete reset to to be completely off social media and to be not like locked down, but she needs to be somewhere more private and more secure because she can't yeah. go anywhere. She can't go to dinner. She can't go shopping. She can't do anything because she's Britney Spears. And it's completely understandable. But I mean, also, you're Britney Spears. Like, if you you have 
the ability to disguise yourself or to go someplace a little more remote where you're not going to be expected to be and just hide out for a while, which Mm -hmm. sucks that she has to do that. But I really do think that would be best for her to just be away from L.A., away from cameras, away from people and just focus on her, her marriage, her husband, her children and how to repair all of that. Yeah, because honestly, I really do think if she got on social media and was like, hey, guys, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. There's going to be some some wackadoo on social media who's going to dissect the video and tear it apart and say, oh, she's you can see in her eyes. If you zoom in, you can see that there is someone behind the camera that's telling her what to say and what to do. It's going to be another conspiracy. Yeah. So it's like you you kind of you. There's really nothing you can do at this point. I think she really, maybe she just needs to say, okay, like, here's my, like, here's my day to day. Like, here's what I'm going to do my day to day. And she needs to not do the dances or be naked or whatever. You know what I mean? She needs to be like, Hey, um, or, or be honest and say, I'm, what do what do you guys do for fun? Like, what do you, what, what should I do today? And, and do, and do to be more normal and be a little bit more transparent about it. Cause I just because I think she's damned if she does and damned if she don't. It's yeah. it's just a mess. Yeah, she like like you said, she doesn't doesn't quite know what it is. Now I will say though that that lately she's been posting not so much the dance. I mean, there's been some, but I feel like she's kind of toned it down. Like I'm looking at a post that she put up here uh, just just the other day. I mean, just here recently. And it's just a picture of a rose. It looks like it's frozen and just, you know, talking mm-hmm. about, um, you know, that it's Sunday and, you know, it's a day of welcoming. And I think kind of more of maybe like some self-reflection posts, because, look, I, I think she's really toned down. I mean, when she first got out of conservative conservatorship, I mean, she was angry and rightfully so. Yes. She's targeting her her dad. She's targeting her mom, targeting her sister. I feel like she's kind of gotten past that anger part now and and she's trying to find her. Like who yes. who am I? Who is Britney Spears now that I don't have people telling me who I should be? Who am I now? And that's that's where I think she needs to just take the time away and find out who is Britney Spears actually. You know what? Yeah. Is it is it the dancing Britney on on Instagram? Okay, cool. That's Brittany. Yeah. Anthony Brittany on Instagram. Great. Fantastic. Is it the uh the self-reflection post? Sure. Be, be you know, just find out who you are. You don't have anyone telling you who you need to be. Now you get to decide who is Britney Spears. That's that I think is the ultimate question and time for self-reflection that I think she needs right now. And for that to happen, we all gotta leave her alone. Well, you know what sucks? I really think what would be best for her right now, and she won't do it, and I don't think she necessarily should, but I do think it would be best for her for all of this weird energy that she's got. This is a creative. You know, she is a creative mind, and that's how she expresses herself. That's why she does, you know, the funky outfits, and she's on there naked, and she does the dances or whatever, because she's a creative. What she needs and I'm so sorry to say this, but she needs to write an album. She needs to take all of these weird feelings that she's feeling and she needs to write something that is 100% her. Nobody else touch it. Yeah. At least at least lyrically 
or the format. Some she has she has to write. Coming from coming from a, another artist who writes their own music, whenever I am feeling like creatively stifled, I mean that's it 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 shows in in my day to day. And then I write a song and I feel better about it. Yeah. And I think that that is a sprout. Exactly. Write us the most, just write us an album. And I think it would really help her. But unfortunately she's going to, she's always associated. Like it's a job. Mm -hmm. Like she loves what she does, but she's always been forced to do it. And I feel like this would be another form of forcing her to do it. Like, oh, you're not giving us what what we want on social media, and you're not talking to us enough, and you're not explaining. We she does not owe us an explanation for anything. Period. No. no so it, unfortunately, it's like we're like manipulating her into writing an album or performing or going on tour or whatever, which is exactly what she's been trying to get away from with her family and the conservative sh- conservatorship. So we have turned into Jamie Spears. Like we're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disgusted, I'm disgusted with the Britney Spears fandom because we're 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 killing this girl. And I, and I feel like that that's that's always been the biggest problem when it comes to fans and celebrities. Is look, yes, we we buy the albums, we see the movies, we you know subscribe to email, whatever it is, follow on on social media, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, we feel like because we do these things that they owe us certain things, whether it's we see them in public, they owe us a photo or they owe us an autograph or they owe us an explanation on every little move that they make. No, they're just people like you and I doing a job. And because, well, yeah, we have fans. We like them. Cool. Yeah, we'll go and spend the money to go see their movies. We'll go and spend the money to buy their albums. We'll subscribe to their emails. We'll follow them on social media. Great. But that doesn't mean that we like own stock in that celebrity. We don't own stock in Britney Spears because we bought her albums. We subs- you know, we follow her on social. No, we, they, no, we, they're glad that we, you know, follow them and we enjoy that the work that they do, but that doesn't say that we get to dictate what they do moving forward. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is this weird, like parasocial relationship that we have with celebrities and influencers where we, we truly do feel like we're their friends. It is, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's super cool. And it's, it's fun to, to kind of, you know, listen to a Taylor Swift album and be like, oh my God, that's so her. And it's, it's a fun thing to see all of these, you know, breadcrumbs that celebrities leave for us to, to hint at this new project they've got going and to really let us into their lives. But it becomes, it becomes like an entitlement thing. Like now we feel, oh, well, well, she, she posted a video of her dancing naked in the shower. I, I need more. <laughs> like I, I want another one. Like we're not entitled <laughs> no. to their content. I mean, and just like, it would be weird if someone called into the station and was like, uh, Joe Shiler, I really liked this episode of the weekly trash recap podcast. I need more, do another episode. So we have to do a whole new episode, like do them twice a week, which, Hey, you want us to do it just let us know but also it's like a weird demanding thing to be like you know we also have other jobs to do and lives to live but yeah let us drop everything and do what you want because you think you know us i don't know it's a weird it's a weird like parasocial very toxic relationship kind of thing it's it's kind of abusive and and i think that some celebrities they let fans in more than others 
And I think that's where some celebrities get into trouble. Yes, you 100%. Know? I agree. And there are some where, you know, they, they show us some things. But then again, I, I, there's always that balance of how much do you let someone in to your personal life that is okay, but not enough to almost like cause issues where we've seen in the past where celebrities have to file restraining orders against fans because for whatever reason they felt like they were supposed to marry them or they were supposed to come over. I mean, yes. The, the, the reasons are bizarre, but it always seems like there are certain celebrities that always have these issues. And I think it's because they let themselves show too much. And for some fans, it's almost too personal where to the point they feel like they actually know them. And yes, we only know a celebrity based on what we're allowed that they allow us exactly. to exactly. Exactly. Well, and like, it's so weird because why do we only do this? Well, I don't Maybe that's not the truth. Uh, my, my question is, why do we feel, why do we feel like it's completely within our rights to call the police and have them dispatched to Britney Spears's home yes. to check on her? But you've got Angelina Jolie who has been on the record and testified that she has been abused by her ex-husband, Brad Pitt. Did anybody call and check on her? Nope. Why, why was, why was Britney so much more like, why was there an entitlement there? Like, Oh, we have to go check on Britney. Like no one else is going to check on her. Like, like she's not married to the stud Sam Asghari. And like, she doesn't have a team of people and, and what, and friends out the wazoo that have had her back to get her out of the conservatorship. But, but why, why did no one call the police to check on Angelina Jolie and her family? Is it because she doesn't post on Instagram and, and all these and TikTok all the time? And then we don't, she doesn't let us as freely into her life. So, so why, why does Brittany get punished for that? But Angelina Jolie, who chooses to stay private, doesn't, you know what I mean? Like we don't feel that entitlement towards her because she's never let us in like that. Right. And that's, it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's the balance. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, look, I, I, I always felt, you know, whenever we're, you would go somewhere and, you know, like there might be a celebrity around. For me, like if we were out and all of a sudden, like we saw, say, like Chris Hemsworth. Look, yeah, my wife would be like, oh, my God, it's Thor. We have to. And I'd almost like, <laughs> uh, you know, it, because for me, I, I mean, I, I kind of understand, like, you don't want to invade the personal space. They're just out being normal people, whether it's shopping, touring, whatever. You don't want to be, hey, can I get a photo with you and interrupt your family time or whatever you're doing? I mean, I, I understand, like, they, they, at this point, almost expect it. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. But for me, personally, I would be like, I, I, I don't, I, you know, like, I could just say I saw Chris Hemsworth at wherever it was, you know? I mean, look, if if we happen to like bump into one another, like, oh, hey, you're Chris Hemsworth, you know, hey, enjoy it. Yeah, cool. You want a picture? Sure. I'm not going to be, you know, running up to Chris Hemsworth. Hey, Thor, can I, can I interrupt your time to do your thing, you know, get a photo and all this other yeah. stuff? No. I mean, look, <laughs> if we ran into him, you know, just like, oh, hey, you're, you're Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And he asked I'm... to take a photo with us. Okay, cool. Or, do, or offer, do you want a photo? Yes. Yeah. You know, if they offer, cool. I feel like that's 100% fine. But to run up and interrupt because you're a big fanboy or fangirl, whatever, of, I mean, you're kind of invading a little bit there. 
Yeah. And and I can understand when some celebrities are just kind of like, whoa, back off. Yes. Well, and like, I'm definitely afraid of approaching a celebrity and being wrong <laughs> and then getting roasted for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, my God, you're, you're Chris Hemsworth. He's like, no, I'm not. And it's like, oh, there's no Australian accent. I'm out. <laughs> I got to go. Sorry. This is American <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, not Australian yeah. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, but I mean, I'm that way too, where it's like, I don't know if I would ever just be comfortable enough to go up to a celebrity or influencer or, or somebody that's just like out of my tax bracket to be like, oh, hi, I'm a huge fan. Like, I don't know if I would be able to do that. I think I'm uh, yeah, too I much of a baby. <laughs> and, and honestly, look, my wife, she would she would likely be the same way. She would be like, oh, that's Chris Hemsworth. But I, I she would be just like me. She's like, ah, I don't want to just go over there and be weird and you know i mean if we were like crossing paths or if we happen to be in the same space and you know you're just awkwardly looking over and you just you say something you know my mother-in-law met flavor flave at the indianapolis airport many many years ago <laughs> and i thought it was the coolest thing ever because i was like i am a huge flavor flave fan and <laughs> i was like there's no way. Had the clock on and everything. I was like losing my mind. And it's like, you know, that's probably the only celebrity I would feel super confident in going up to and being like, hey, are you Flavor Flav? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the big clock. I mean, really, it's almost like a big badge that says, hey, I'm actually Flavor Flav. Yeah, you're wearing a name tag. <laughs> yeah. Just look for the big clock around my neck. All oh, right. goodness. Finishing up with our was story, this one... More of like a, a wah, kind of almost like, oh, and shocking. But uh, Brandon Urie, the lead singer of Panic at the Disco, announced on their inst on the band's Instagram that after they uh, wrap up their European and UK uh, tour, they're done. They're, Panic at the How Disco feel about in it? New York. You know, Panic at the Disco, I mean, obviously I remember when they came out, you know, I write sins, no, not tragedies. I mean, they were uh, they were played. That song got played to death, and I mean, we still, still play it. Two K lunch. <laughs> yep. Yes, <laughs> we do. And honestly, it's not dead. It's still being played. And you know, they've had a couple of singles in the last, you know, five six years um, that have come out, like High Hopes. And so, to hear that they're gonna be no more, it's like. Because, look, Panic at the Disco for me was my college years. So yeah. that was the cool pop pump, you know, pop, uh, punk rock pop band, rock band. You're like, yeah, yes. Panic at the Disco. I mean, I was, you know, around that same time as Fall Out Boy. So, you know, that sound, obviously. And then to hear like, oh, you know, I mean, was I a huge Panic at the Disco fan? No. Did I enjoy yeah, it? One of their songs came on? Yeah. But to, to learn that like that part of your era is not going to be anymore, you're like, oh, it almost in a weird way. It's like, you know, you're getting older when they've been around for nearly 20 years and to realize that they're done. That's like, what blew oh, my mind. I was like 20 years. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, man, I guess I guess I, I am getting older. They've been around for nearly 20 years. And the, the band's breaking up. Yeah, and because, it kind of makes sense. You know, after 20 years, a band, you know, that's a long time to be in a band. Yeah, I, it is. And so now the, the reason why, and, and it's a, look, it's a very good reason. So Brandon Urie announcing on the, the band's Instagram that they're going to be done. 
reason being is because Brandon and his wife, Sarah, are expecting. And he wants to spend more time with the family, watching you know his family grow and to be there as a dad. So you know what? I get it. You know, tw- nearly 20 years being the front man of a you know great band from the 2000s, you know, and also in the last five, six years. Like, you know what? I think it's time for me to settle down and time to let the band do their thing and just move on. Now, in the next, like, say, 15 years, the band getting back together, maybe. I can see that. Yeah. You know what? After they've had their time where their family's kind of grown and it's like, you know what? I I miss it. And, and, you know, they're in in a part in their lives where, you know, they could do it all again and just go on a reunion tour. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Or a Vegas residency. That's what I was going to say. A Vegas residency. I think that'd be a perfect Vegas residency. Like in the next 15 years, if, if Vegas is still what Vegas is today, who knows? I feel like Vegas is changing every five years, but yeah, but I, uh, yeah, but Vegas is still Vegas. It is. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, uh, but if in case you miss it, yeah, after after they wrap up their their uh, European UK tour, which I guess is expected to end here at the end of March, yeah. so here in the next couple months, uh, no more Panic at the Disco. That's okay. Yeah, that I mean we're still, gonna, we're still gonna play the songs. Yeah, but you know, still it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, Panic at the Disco. Hmm. Wow, well, I know it's gonna go the end of an era. I know. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. Every Tuesday, we drop a new episode dissecting, discussing, recapping some of the big entertainment stories from the week. Make sure you subscribe, too, because as we drop new episodes on Tuesday, you'll know when exactly they drop. And make sure you listen at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week.